Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. You love most. Raid. Protection for all. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 40% The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Conditioning-wise, best team I've had in eight years of coaching college basketball. Now, again, not that the mile time, the, you know, we do the mile times for a reason. It's it's one, to find out where we are conditioning. It's a mental toughness test as well. Um, everybody passed within the first or second run. That has, has not been the case in the past. We got one player that still has to pass, but um, he's had a slight groin um, hamstring thing and we don't want to rush that but I've never had a team do it in two tries and every single guy passed so great from a conditioning standpoint we've added a tremendous amount of things from an offensive standpoint we're running some of the offense that Milwaukee Bucks ran two years ago their five out spread offense you know we're, we're a veteran team that has a very mature approach to practice uh, and individual skill work. So um, have no idea how the season's going to unfold, but it's, it's a group that, that's very mature and, and, uh, and really comes in with a, with, a, with, a, with a mindset to try to get better. So we've, we've had great practices, we really have, um, and, and, and they've had great skill works as well. Well, that's encouraging. First of all, that everybody's able to uh, pass their uh, mile test. Good shape, moving along. Offense ready to roll. Eric Musselman yesterday speaking with the media. Christian, five-out offense of the Milwaukee Bucks. What did you think when you heard that? Uh, about time. Okay, so you like that. That's a good yeah, move. I mean, I like five-out offense. That's what a lot of NBA guys or teams run. But hopefully we have the personnel to do so next year. Okay, well, uh, Pat Bradley is here, uh, was here. He was just at the table. There he is. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on that. Uh, I also want to hear from Coach Musselman. He was talking about Devo and Devo testing the waters. You know, in Devo's situation, I think that, you know, he's, you know, trending in the right direction. You look at his three-point shooting last year, his percentage, and he's made drastic, drastic improvements from three. Um, you know, came in as a as an elite dribble driver, um, you know, and has now evolved into uh, one of the best three-point percentage shooters and volume three-point shooters in our league. Um, so I think there's been incredible growth with with Devo uh, in an area that, that is important for him uh, at the next level. I think everybody understands that Devontae is as good a defender as there is in college basketball rebounds his positions, got great versatilities, has played anywhere from the one to the four for us. Um, so certainly I think that that area uh, of three-point shooting, he addressed it last year, and, and now the key will be to have consistency and try to improve on some really, really good numbers from three that he, that he had last year. All right, Eric Mossman, let's uh, officially bring in uh, Pat Bradley. He's over here uh, stretching. Um, um, I'll ask about that in a second. Here, let's, let's get to Pat. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. He's going to miss. He's 
been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. I just did 22 minutes on the elliptical. Oh, okay, so you're stretching out. Stretching out a little bit. All right. Trying to trying to get back on the good foot, Wes. Um, it's, I think it's supposed to be like 98 today, and heat index probably over 100. Why, why are you in all black? Well, because I, when I was packing, I was just grabbing some clothes. And um, and I and I forgot to grab a couple of uh, shirts, so I'm stuck wearing this uh, this black shirt. So I'm in the man in black today. I thought maybe you raided Basil's closet. <laughs> that's all. Of course, that's all he has is black. Well, fortunately for me, I'm doing all my business indoors today. That is indoors. Smart. smart I'm gonna man. go buy uh, Summerwood. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go by Summerwood later on this afternoon to take a look at that facility. Awesome facility. I heard, man. Two gyms. Coach Hendricks be over there. I think they're having a little AU pra- uh, practice. The young man, Burgess. So Terry on Burgess out of Benton High yeah. School. Yeah. This is a fun deal here, man. I was excited when you said you're going to be over here because yeah. uh, I know you got a lot of great high school coaches. Yeah, we got uh, former coaches. Uh, we, we just had Coach Keener on from Glen Rose. Uh, he stepped to down. He's or stepped up. He's the AD now, and his son Stephen's taking over. We got new coach Quad Sanders, the uh, new coach at Bryant. We just saw Buck James walk in. Hey, Coach James. Yeah, so uh, and we got Brian Moppin and Mel Todd Escola right there. Joe coach, T. Robinson. Coach James and I, and of course uh, a lot of other fellas used to compete in the Pine Bluff Four Ball mm. Tournament mm. in August down there at the Pine Bluff Country Club. Would you wear all black for that August event? Uh, I, can't, I probably did. I probably <laughs> did. The question is, would I, would I wake up in time for my tea time? <laughs> that would always be the question. But, yeah, it was hot. And actually, I think Acre played in it. Uh, recently, I don't know if he played this past. Did he play this past year? Missed this know. past year. That was the he first time he had missed in a while. But man, that's a great old time. I'd like to get back involved with them again if if they'd have me. They would probably because unless you wore out your welcome. Oh, well, I, def- I wore out my welcome them. the first night. But Thursday night's poker night, uh-huh. and I'm like a I'm like a fish. I mean, they just take everything I got, so I'll probably be invited to that. I hear it's a great time. Just walk in, hand over my money. It's always the uh, worst weekend of the year for me. Uh, it is. Oh, is it's it? all that first week vacation in, in August. In vacation yeah. or sc- coming back to school. My daughters were both both born in August, so there's a lot of times we're on a little birthday. They're getting a little older now. One is moving off, going to college. L.A. L.A. Big city of dreams. Yep, and then the other one is moving up to high school. So I'll have two freshmen: one in high school, one in college next year. Um, let's talk some basketball because Coach Musselman spoke with the media yesterday. Love Coach Musselman. He, uh, let's start with Devo. He's just talking about Devo and testing the waters and now the steps that he needs to, to take. What do you see for Devo uh, this year? Well, it's beneficial that you've got him coming back and you've got one of the Mitchells and Pinion, so you get three guys that can help uh, the other guys get adjusted. That's To me, that's a, one of the most important things that's going to be with the Coach Muss era. You don't have to have everybody coming back, but you do need a few key players coming back. And the thing is with Devo, you know, it's not like a bench player. It's not like a... Uh, Somebody who hadn't played a lot of minutes, because Devo is going to get the respect of the transfers immediately, the freshmen immediately, and that's a good thing because we know how hard Devo plays. His effort, energy, all that uh, plays with an edge at times. You know, Coach Must has to kind of give no, hey, okay, slow it down, this. But I think that's important to have somebody who's been through uh, what Coach Must ex- expects because he's he's a hard driver now. I mean, yes. there is not a lot of players who can handle his expectations. And I think having a couple guys there that can look at it and say, hey, listen. Because I've been, I've been, I was lucky enough to have somebody, when we were going through preseason, Coach Richardson, who would make you, I mean, our conditioning was on par with the national champion track and field at Arkansas, okay? I mean, we were running with 40-pound weight vests. Cleveland Hill. Ugh. Ugh. And, and, and guy, Whitney looks at me and he goes, listen, I, I know it's brutal right now. You want to quit. But stick through it. 
because there's nothing like the feeling when you throw the jersey on and you finally run through for game number one. And you need somebody that can continue to encourage, let's keep working hard in this because it's going to pay off beginning the season, middle, end. And so that's the importance of having those guys that, that n- can tell these new guys what to expect and then it's going gonna, it's gonna to pay off. It's also a great feeling to know you're the... Uh out of the two teams on the court, you're the best conditioned team. That's, oh, that's no such it a gives you edge mentally. They can't handle this. Coach Richardson would always say that, and, and Rick Pitino was notorious for telling his team, and he would say it all the time. He goes, we are the best conditioned team. We deserve to win this game. And, you know, Al Dillard's famous for saying, too, games were easy. After they got done play- practicing, the games were easy. So, yeah, being the best conditioned athlete is, um, I mean, heck, you look at it now. You look at who won the NBA championship. The Joker, I know he doesn't look all ripped up like LeBron, but he is an extremely well-conditioned athlete. He's like the marathon man. He's big, but he doesn't, stop, he doesn't have to stop moving. And that's, that's what happens with a lot of guys. They can have that burst for a minute, two minutes, and then they get a rest. But if you can get to the point where you don't stop, then then that's that's continue to keep the pressure on. It makes a big difference. Pat, uh, we just heard from Coach Musselman, and he was talking a little bit about some of the offense that they're putting in and some of the things that they're doing. And he said they've gone to the uh, been studying and now put in the Milwaukee Bucks offense, the Ooh. five out. He called it the five out spread offense. Trevin Brazil playing the. Role of Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's exactly what came to my mind. Although he can shoot it a lot better than Giannis. Um, obviously, the similarities. I mean, he's he's got a softer touch than Giannis. You know, Giannis is getting there, but his shooting percentages are not good at all. But Giannis just overpowers you. Defensive rebound, run the break. Um, I don't think five, he has the handles of Giannis. Of Giannis, yeah. I mean, that's that's the other thing. I mean, Trevin's been a catch and shoot, uh, catch lobs. Um, you know, I, maybe he. I'd be. I'd, I'd love to see the improvement that Trevin's made with him being isolated at the top of the key or the wing, and maybe you know he's a three-point threat, so he can one-two dribble, get to the lane, five-out, keep that open. Um, a lot of possibilities, though. We have someone here on the text line. Can you uh, please explain the five-out offense? And Well, it's five-out. <laughs> it, it explains itself, right? Right. It, I mean, you leave the middle open, and what you hope is, and to be honest with you, we ran this. We ran this offense Coach Richardson. We called it screening game or cutting game. We have five guys out, and what that does is, now, if, if you have a, a player overplaying on one side, you get a very aggressive defense, maybe denying the wing or denying the corner. Well, you back cut. That lane is open to receive the back cut layup. If you don't get it, you run through. You keep running through, and everybody else rotates and open. And your job with that five out, if this is part of you know, one strategy, is you replace the cutter. The other part of it is you can't have that five out. It's it's a lot of it is about keeping the lane open, right? Obviously, so for cuts, uh, for dribble penetration, dribble penetration kickouts. Uh, I the 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 so they have what Mitchell is. I don't know what his post up numbers were last year. Um, you can still run the five out maybe with him being the screener, and he's a pick and dive. Or possibly he can shoot a little bit. I think pick and pop with him. I mean, so I think he he did the the pick and dive a couple of times, yeah. and they would throw it up to him, and he was athletic. I can remember him finishing at the rim. Um, the the only he had success doing that. The the issue that you run a, run across with with five out is if you don't have lack of movement, and you have five guys standing there, and you don't have somewhere to go. See a lot of coaches, and that's fine. They coach it. A goes to B, B goes to C, C goes to D, right? Mm-hmm. You know as a player, yeah. I'm cutting, I'm setting the screen, I'm popping through, I'm going here, coach has designed this play. Five out is, uh, although there are set plays, you, you, can't, you can't get in the habit of standing still, right? You still have to read what's going on. Um, it sounds like he's giving them great responsibility, uh, great freedom, mm-hmm. but with great freedom 
comes great responsibility. Yes. Yes, so, sir. so a lot of things you can do with it. Think of think of a, a um, you know again. I mean, I, I, he's got a little bit more three point shooting on the team. Right, so you can now we attack hope. and draw. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I can Kenyon, the kid midfield, right? Yeah, but after Brazil. last year, I can say yes, they have more three point shooting because last year they didn't really but have didn't any. You think that's what he wanted to address, right? Like every year, you know, after we lost to Duke, he's like, I got to bring in some bigs. Mm-hmm. He brings in three, four of them. Last year, can't make a shot. I got to keep some bigs. Bring in some some shooting or some at least three point weapons. And then one year, remember he got big at the guards. After guards. it was Baylor that overwhelmed them, yeah. And so he went and got big guards. So he does so that. He sees the weakness and, and attacks it. Yeah. And who is it? Is it Minifield? He's he's a little on the short stature, right? Kid from um, what is he? Chris? Yeah, he's six you know, one. He's from he's Washington. Isn't don't we have like a five ten kid? Was there? A f- no, I don't think so. No. I don't think he likes those at all. Yeah, Chris likes. Chris likes is one. the only one. Uh, you know, he, he, he had. Uh, you got to be a special player. Juice Hill and uh, didn't like that small guard and ran him off. And you know how it is. If you're sub six feet, you got to be like a, a, just a dog Elite defensively. At something else. Yeah, if not, if not a couple things, just distributing and because uh, it's tough to fit. Not many guys. You know, Kareem Reed. At his size, at five ten, I think it was listed at five ten. There, it's hard to our Courtney Fortson, and I'm not talking like I think Lee Mayberry is the best guard that came through. Obviously Pat Bev, but for like that five ten ish, Kareem was the best finisher at his height that we've had. I think Courtney might have been six feet. So, um, but that's that that's the challenge with the, with the little guys. Yesterday, the uh, SEC released its uh, opponents for uh, all the teams. Yeah. Arkansas will play uh, five teams, home and home, home and away. Uh, Georgia, Kentucky, and the people are excited about that. Second straight year, Arkansas, Kentucky will have a they home get, and like, home. Full first round is Kentucky, and then they got LSU, Missouri, and Texas A&M. That's their you know kind of their permanent three that they go home and home with. Uh, they will uh, host Auburn. South Carolina, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, and then their road games, road-only games, are at Alabama, at Florida, at Ole Miss, and at Mississippi State. When you you hear that schedule, when you saw it yesterday, what was the first thing that came to your mind? I'm glad we got Kentucky twice. Yeah. That's gonna. I, I feel like. Yeah. Don't you think that's gonna be? That's huge. And every year, like and the SEC. I mean, now that we have, I mean, Kentucky's whether or not they rank 20, 21, 22, you feel like. They're still, and maybe that's just me going back to the 90s, but the Hogs have been top 10, top 15, right, going to every preseason in the last, what, three years, two years? Three years. Two for sure. Two for sure. Yeah. So I, I think the SEC remember and wants to build on that rivalry yeah. with the Hogs in Kentucky because it was, it was, uh, it was, Obviously, when Arkansas came into the league in '92, that was the premier matchup, right? Those are the two best teams, yeah. and so you know it'd be sure it'd be nice to get back to that because you know Arkansas is a the Razorbacks basketball is a brand. Like I realize that it's been you know we talked about it so often. You know, I hadn't been to the final of your Sweet 16 and '96 and all that, but there are a whole lot of people nationally because of how. Big the splash was from 1990 when Todd Day got there through, you know, we'll say 96. That was the winningest program in the 90s, Wes. There's a lot of college basketball people nationally that remember that and it sticks in their mind. So, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's still a big brand. And they get, you know, getting back to the national contention thing. So. Yes. Now they're back in the conversation. When you're uh, playing on the second weekend, now three straight years. That's it. Yeah. That means that means a lot for the program. Oh, it's no doubt. Everybody talking about you, right? I feel comfortable enough saying I've talked to enough people that I feel like the recu- recruiting future for uh, Coach Musselman is going to be the, the landing a lot of transfers, depending yeah. on the older players, the transfers. And look, if there's a, a McDonald's All-American, an elite high school player, they're still going to recruit those so guys and try be, to get those. What's your ideal breakdown? You know what? I think he's got it right, honestly. I think you go after and you get a bunch of established, older guys, the transfers who have played for three or four years, 
But you still have to have that elite talent. Sure. And if you can get that elite talent, you don't turn it around, uh, turn it away because of. I mean, we've seen it. Moses Moody, Anthony Black. I don't think we got to see it with Nick Smith. I wish we would have. Uh, but you can't turn that elite talent away just because they're young. No, and and so the, I've been watching, and we've seen this a little bit with Kentucky. One challenge is if you have like we did. We had this year. We had three going into the season. Three guys, freshmen, who people were saying are one and done, and ended up being correct. Yeah. Part of the challenge with that is you're getting a uh, player who's never played college basketball, typically 18 years old, sometimes 17, occasionally 19. And they're a potential one and done talent. You've got to play that guy. However, there's going to be growing pains. So would you like maybe one of those guys? Maybe two? Because you know you got to play them. You can't stick them on the bench. And then have your two or three returning guys like Devo, Pinion, Mitchell, and then bring in the five, six transfers like he's done. So this year, to me, he's got those two stud freshmen, three returners, vets, and vet transfers. Actually, I keep forgetting about Trevor in Brazil. Brazil, yeah. you got to... I got to keep that locked in. Well, it was hard because he what, He's a first, two months. He played two months before getting hurt. Projected first rounder right now. I know you pray that he comes back and and looks physically as as well as he did before. Um, and he could play his way into the lottery. But the glimpses that we saw or the flashes when he was good, he was really good last year. He's, I mean, he, he's a double-double guy, blocking shots, running the floor, alley oops. When he got when he got hurt, he led the team overall in three pointers made. And of course, matchup situations, he's going to find himself open. You know, not having to rush shots like a, like you know some someone comes in with a a guard reputation for a shooter. So, um, yeah, he at, at the time block shots, catch lobs, make threes. In addition to that, we'll see this year. I'd be very surprised if he didn't improve, you know, that one-two dribbles like Giannis does. One-two, finish at the rim uh, above the defender. Do you ever tear your ACL? No. No. PCL. Posterior mm-hmm. cruciate ligament. They call it the dashboard injury. Because when you're sitting in a car and somebody stops short, bam, hits you right there. Now it's... I, 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 they don't have to. A lot of offensive linemen have both of them torn. You don't really need them, but um, you know, I got arthritis in my knee and everything, so and my hip. I, I ask because I just wonder how much he's been working on a shot because you can't do a lot of cutting side to side. So, are you able just to? I mean, just as long as you're pretty free much throws, patient, yeah, just shooting, just shoot, 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 touch free throws. Um, I'm sure that's probably that's probably one of the things he could do even early on because I can remember on SEC tournament he was he was doing shooting workouts that they were talking about uh, Pat before we let you go we've got a couple things on the text line ask Pat hey did you ever play Kentucky on Super Bowl Sunday yeah buddy <laughs> played Kentucky it was before so we played him 96 and 97 on Super Bowl Sunday and that was the you know right before the Super Bowl, CBS. Um, I think one of those was when the Patriots lost to Green Bay, right? The big tuna. Parcells yeah, that was '96. Yeah, Parcells versus Favre. Wow. So we played that game, and um, we lost. We lost to Kentucky. But then I went back and watched the Patriots lose. Oh. Even better. What a great day for you, Pat. Great day. Great day. Uh, This one from the 501 says, I'm clearing land over here at Summerwood Sports, and it is incredible. Such a great facility, and their plans are even bigger than what they've got. There's still growth happening out there, I heard. And what a good day. The Hendricks family does a great job. Obviously, Coach Hendricks, uh, he's got him a stud there, Benton. So it's... That's the thing, Wes. It's like, there is... I don't care how many basketball facilities you put up, there is a need for more of them. Yeah. And, and they'll get they'll get filled. Um, uh, so this is this is a great thing to happen to the area. 
uh, from Stan, ask Pat if he's talked to Coach Anderson. I did, and I'm going to be in New York City for the uh, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Are you eating? I'm, I mean, I'm not competing. Oh. I mean, if they allow me to, I will. But I'm definitely going to eat a couple uh, Nathan's Hot Dogs and uh, a couple Lobster Rolls. But, yes, I, I called Coach A. He's still out in New York City. He's bouncing around a little bit more, so we're going to try to get some dinner. But I went to a game this year, Madison Square Garden versus uh, Georgetown. Wow. Pat Ewing. It's a good time. But, yeah, Coach A is, as everybody knows, he's not the head coach anymore St. John's, but looking to get uh, uh, worked out that wrong contract situation. Yes. I hope he wins. Oh, that's a lot of money. Here's uh, one they were wanting to know about L. Ellis. You know anything about L. Ellis out of Louisville, the transfer? He was asking how tall he is. He's listed at 6'3 on the university's uh, website on their media I, page. I think he was the leading scorer, right, Christian? At Louisville, uh, yes. He was uh, the bright, the lone bright spot on that team. Yeah. What a rough year they had. Just rough year. So, um, you know, he's he's but he's one of these transfers. So let's say we would get what do we get five six a year, three of them or two of them work out. Well, there's seven, this five year. this year and two freshmen. So seven new guys. Seven new guys. And with the transfers, every year you look at it, half of them, you know, two two or three of them end up. Getting a bunch of playing time, and, and a couple of them end up sitting on the bench. Yep. L- L- says I forgot about the, the most recent one from Memphis. So that would oh, be eight. Um, eight Lawson. Uh, Chandler Lawson. Yeah. Lawson. Well, Coach Z was on yesterday with us from uh, out at Chennault. Oh, yeah. And he was talking about L. Ellis. And he's like, man, think about this. He's been on a losing program. They were terrible last year. He wants to win. How he wants to finish. And he's coming in here. And now, he said, whatever Coach Mosselman tells him, he's got to go with it. You right. know, because... You've been on a loser. You want to win? Right. Here's right. what we're going to do. So you would think you would he think. has his full attention. And, and is the challenge with that, I know you got to hit a break quick, the challenge with that is you're right. Do transfers come in and say, I'm going to be the transfer like Ricky Council, who, you know, averaged 16, 17, you know, was a all-SEC player, uh, want to get a bunch of my shots. Although Ricky was a team guy, too, but yeah. he had great success. Um you know, because everybody is wanting to prove still individually, mm-hmm. but you got to do it within the framework of the team, which Ricky Council is able to do. So, what are you doing? You're gonna hang out a little bit, or are you leaving? I'll hang out. I got to get my hair cut. Um, one more segment. Okay. I was gonna use the bathroom, but you have to come down to eat. Arkansas to get your hair cut, Pat. Well, while I'm in town, I go see my guy Michael Hendrickson, uh, who his son Cole Hendrickson. You probably covered. I, he was. I, I battled him in shootout with the shooter. Ah, he was one of two to ever beat me. What school? Uh, was it Little Rock Christian? Who, who's the other one to beat you? Yeah, Dusty had a good day. Let me just put it to you that way. <laughs> that still uh, upset you? Uh, yeah, I, they did something funky with the basketball. Oh. I'm, I'm not saying Coach Kevin Kelly had anything to do with it, um, but you know, he made me shoot with a football and. And it does see shot with a basketball. Let's just put it to you that way. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. More Pat Bradley from the Fearless Friday High School Football Coaches Golf Tournament. You're in the zone. Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. They'll help you weather the storm. This is Sports Center. LSU is your College World Series champion as they dominated Florida, winning 18 to 4 in the deciding Game Three. LSU has now won seven College World Series in their program history. This one being their first since 2009. In Major League Baseball, Shohei Otani hit his 26th home run to help give the Angels a 2-1 win over the White Sox. His 26th home run put him in the lead for home runs in the majors. Otani is having his best season as a batter as he currently has 65 RBIs while batting 297 with a 379 on base percentage. Last year he had three. 34 home runs and 95 RBIs in 160 games played. On top of that, he's also 6-3 on the year as a pitcher with a 3.13 ERA. And in some NBA news, former Razorback Audius Tony will play for the Orlando Magic in Summer League along with rookie Anthony Black. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. 
rock out with the only American-style sushi experience founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Rock and roll sushi. You want the VIP roll. Shrimp tempura, crab stick, cream cheese, Cajun crawfish, baked crab meat, jalapeno spicy mayo, sweet chili, eel sauce, and crunchy flakes. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Rockandrollsushi.com. With four locations to choose from in Benton, Conway, and two in Little Rock. It's Justin Acre for Serta Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Serta Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Serta Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Serta Pro. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. If you haven't stopped by Arch Marine lately, you are literally missing the boat. And no boat is complete without a Tahatsu motor. Arch Marine in North Little Rock has them ranging from 3.5 to 140 horsepower. That's Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Take the Levy exit. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com It's Justin Aker for my friends down at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. And if you are in the market for a handgun and don't want to break the bank, then listen up. Max Prairie Wings has got you covered with the Stoger STR9 9mm automatic. The Stoger STR9 9mm is packed with features you'd expect in a pistol costing twice as much. With its integrated rail, internal safety, reversible magazine release, optimized slide serrations, three-dot sight system, and enhanced ergonomics, you can count on consistent performance every time. And the best part... The Stoger STR 9 9mm is available in 17-round, 15-round, and 13-round models for just $249 after a $50 mail-in rebate. That's right. You won't find a better review, better quality, or a better price. Check out the Stoger STR 9 9mm for just $249 after a $50 mail-in rebate at maxpw.com or in-store at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart, and that is just the tip of the iceberg of all the great deals they have. So go by and see my friends in Stuttgart, or go to their website, maxpw.com. Welcome back in the zone. Got a question for us? Ask it live on Fan Feedback on our text line at 501-661-1037 or hit us up on Twitter at JustinAkery7, at Wes underscore more, and at Weaver 1037 And we'll do our best to answer it for you. Back at Mel Country Club. Westmore, Christian Weaver back in the studio. Gives call 661-1037. Got Pat Bradley here for JK is on. Get out of here. Let's do it. Let's go ahead and start with JK. Oh, he's not. He was there for a while. Just kidding. He was there for a while. See what I did? JK. JK. Very good. Uh, Pat, uh, he's only got a, like a five-minute snack break he can take. So, uh, by the way, uh, so we got time if anybody wants to call in. Uh, over on the text line, we were asking about the the, the cream that Dr. O'Malley was talking about. Of oh. course, our listeners have a much better memory than I do. Uh, Volerton, Volerin, Vol, Oh, yeah, yeah, I use. You that. know what it is, Volterin? Yeah, it's, that's uh, how you say it, Volterin. Vol, yeah, yeah, Volterin of Volterin. It's. Um, yeah, it's, it works pretty good. I think it's it's uh it's pretty powerful stuff from what I know. I, I'm one. They say it's like you know you gotta yeah, you can't like, like smear it all over your body five times a day. Um, no, that's what he, he was saying. Just that, that cream, just put it on your elbow or that area. That it's yeah. a good anti-inflammatory. That's what yeah. we were talking about. JK is back. Well. Back. Yeah. Look at that. Three, four guys, five guys, six guys, or per, maybe women, seven. Volterin. Yeah, that's our listeners. That's how great they are. And that was Dr. O'Malley just on the, on the, you know, just a whim last Thursday. And they remember people that. got joint yeah, pain. They're all over it. All right, JK, what's up? Hey. 
Hey, guys, I know that uh, LSU baseball coach, he's been there two years, and he's lucky enough to win a national championship. I'm just wondering, you know, Dave and Horner's been trying for so long. What does this next year look like with his pitching and who's coming back? And I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Well, next year looks great. Yep. When you start with Brady Tiger and uh, Hagen Smith as your two top pitchers, both, in my opinion, have a chance to be drafted in the first round next year. Wow. Um, Hagen, we've seen him at times just be unhittable. I mean, right. he's got qualities of, of uh, uh, Paul Skeens. If he takes his game to the next level, you know, from a sophomore to a junior, he can wow. be in the conversation of being one of the top picks in next year's draft. And then Brady Tiger. We saw it for several months as a freshman. He was their closer. He was their best. I don't know if he hit a wall. Maybe his arm got tired. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of his freshman year, he uh, he, he had some. He, he was hit. He got hit a couple times. And then this year, of course, he had the arm injury, so that derailed the season a little bit. But then when he came back there at the end, his stuff was awesome. Right. I mean, it was really good. So pitching-wise, Arkansas is in great shape. Uh, they're going to have a couple hitters back, but they've already hit the portal. they got five guys coming in on the portal, and they got the nation's number one draft class. Now really? it's just about which ones come to campus, make it to campus, because when the Major League Baseball draft happens here in a couple of weeks, they're going to raid that draft class. And They said they, they know they're going to probably lose about half the guys that they want. Um, and wow. whether that's, you know, let's say there's eight studs. They, they feel like they're going to lose four of them. There's so many moving parts in baseball, man. It's just. I, I think it's the toughest, Pat, because you think about toughest. it. You, you go out and these kids are coming up and playing the summer ball and you're recruiting them. You're, you're trying to beat LSU and Vanderbilt and Tennessee to get these top level guys, and then you get them. And right. they sign on the dotted line, and you're like, that's awesome. But now we got to beat the New York Yankees, and we got to beat the, you know, right, right, right. The, all these teams that draft them. And the money and the money talks for a lot of them. So it, to me, it's the toughest to, sport to recruit. And yeah. so I think now the portal's going to be even bigger in baseball because you can go out. And we've seen it with Van Horn. They've gotten some good portal guys over the last couple of years. But look at what LSU did. They did a better job in the portal. They yeah. got Paul Skeens. They got Tommy Tanks, Tommy White from North Carolina oh, State. Oh, yeah, Tommy Tanks. Like Only a kid. freshman. Is that, he really? Yeah, and I was like, I was talking to somebody yesterday. I was like, well, at least he was like, God, I'm sick of seeing this guy, this guy, and this guy. So here's the good news. Bye. See <laughs> yeah, ya. Right, right. Well, Tommy White's coming back. He was just a sophomore this year. Unless he's wow. somehow one of those older kids draft eligible, but I haven't read into that. But I think he'll be back next year. But anyway, <clears throat> they did a great job in the portal. And... Look, it paid off, yeah. literally, with a national title last night. It, it's, it, And I, I would assume with the frequency of the portal, you're going to have a lot of talented north and northeast players uh, who are going to want to transfer to a, to a southern, let's just, let's just say what it is, to a warmer weather situation. Um, we, saw, we saw it happen a few times. That's... One of the things that I've, I've asked for a couple of years is the recruiting, you know, because the baseball in the Northeast, it's it's probably not as strong the recruiting, yeah. right? Yeah. But you get a couple of those players there that develop over the course of a couple seasons at one of those schools, and they would be probably in the first plane to get down to a warm weather school to play baseball. Well, you, you take, Here in April, it's it's yeah, it could be snowing. Yeah. Up in the north or northeast. Well, you take the some guys want warmer weather. Some guys want to just play for a winner. That's the the kid from Missouri, the center fielder that transferred to Arkansas, walked on at Missouri from Springfield, Missouri. His mom and dad went to Missouri. He enjoyed his time at Missouri, but it's his last year. He said, I want to win. Yeah. I want to play for a winning program. You can throw that in there. You can throw in playing in the SEC in front of these crowds. I mean, you go to some of these places, even good places, and they're have, they got a maybe a thousand people in the stands yep. and then they visit and see uh, Fayetteville or maybe they play in Fayetteville on a weekend and see 10,000 people and they're like oh there's no play doubt. here how, how fun would this be no doubt there's no doubt that's that's going on and that's part of the recruiting pitch and then probably the biggest is money you know, yeah. there are guys out there that are good at their when, college, and they're not getting paid anything, and they can come play here and get an NIL deal. When, when I was getting recruited, and people ask, you know, why do you make the decisions you make? And I try to explain to people when you go on your recruiting trip, and I went to a football game. It happened to be 
the fall of 94 when we played Alabama in Fayetteville. And there's, I don't know, what, what did it hold at that time? 60,000? For argument's sake, let's just say 60, 65. Could have been more. But you go down and you see the support of the fan base as opposed to some of the other schools that don't have, you know, the southern schools obviously have that support because they don't have the professional sports. And I've said we talked about this a, a, a ton, but that makes a big difference in recruit and how to get them. Fans that care what happens, care what you do, packed house every time. You walk down the street, and at the time I was walking with a couple of the basketball players, and, and of course everybody wants to talk to them about who's, but it makes a difference, all that support. It really does on a, on a, on a recruit and a transfer. Uh, Pat, this is for you on our text line. It's from Chris Alley. Rock and roll sushi. My man. He says, uh, tell PB. He's we, more of a hip-hop sushi guy, We too. got some rock and roll sushi swag for him to take back up north. So you need to go see Chris before you leave. I'm in. I'm in. My man, rock and roll sushi. We'll see uh, Chris Thursday. Are you going to? Oh, he comes in. He comes in every Thursday right. for the Average Guy movie review. I love it. Yes, it's a great segment. And he brings sushi. I know, and he's got a... And hibachi. He's got a young child, and he's still able to... I don't know how he's doing it. He's still able to not only rock and roll with the sushi, he does. Uh, he watches all the movies, and he comes up hangs out with you guys. Uh, this one from the 501. Dave Van Horn needs to get rid of Matt Hobbs if he wants to have a chance to win it all. I think that is up there, one of the top ten worst posts ever. Because that's just silly. Matt Hobbs <laughs> is a very good pitching coach. Do you know LSU first contacted Matt Hobbs and tried to steal him from Arkansas? And really? Arkansas was able to keep him, and then they went to Wes Johnson and, and stole him from the Minnesota Twins. That's how highly LSU thought of him. They wanted to hire him before Wes Johnson. Yeah. And now Wes Johnson's the head coach of the Georgia Bulldogs. He was at Arkansas, right, Wes Yeah, he was. He, went, he left Arkansas, went to the Minnesota Twins as their main pitching coach. First guy to ever go from college baseball pitching coach to major league baseball wow. pitching coach. He's from Sheridan. Sheridan, yeah. 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 Right yeah. down the yeah. road. Yeah. 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 Sherwood. Ah, Sherwood. 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 Wrong SA. Love Sherridan. Sherwood. Sherwood. My Love mistake. Sherwood, too. Yes. I used to know and uh, hang out with a few folks. Another one from the like 501. Sheridan. I love that Wes said, now we have to compete with the New York Yankees and not the Boston <laughs> Red Sox with Pat sitting next to him. That's oh. from Raider. Thanks, Raider. I didn't even catch that. It's actually just a, but, just, just a, that statement on its uh, standalone is pretty funny. Now we got to compete with the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> but Think of the a Yankees jet. are known for spending some money in right, the right, right. draft. Right. I don't know about Boston. I don't know if they're cheap nah, when they it comes suck. to the draft. or They suck. Uh, not happy with the Red Sox right now. Is Boston West. in last place? Probably, Christian. I know the probably. I know the Rays and then the Orioles are one and two, which is just crazy. Anyway. I know, right? The Rays. They, and nobody shows up for that their game. PB, I'll let you go. All right, bud. You're a busy man. Well, I appreciate it. It was fun. Hold down the fort. Oh yeah. I'll uh, I'll see you. I'll probably see you up there. Get, hang out with the out of bounds folks. Are you going up there today? Yeah, I'm going to stop in there. Go get your hair cut and hang out. Go to the studio, go out to Summerwood, and then go watch Roger's 100th Boudreaux trivia. You got a busy day. Got a busy day. Then I'm going to uh, catch up with old Christopher Kane, Christian Kane. Tell him I said Christian hello. Christian Kane. Will do. All right, man. Thanks, All right, boys. Pat. Thank Good you. Good seeing you. Too. Stick around. We'll finish up hour number two when we come back. You're in the zone. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton. It's time to get outside and enjoy the great outdoors with a new boat, motorcycle, personal watercraft, or RV. Alcoa Community FCU has low-rate fund loans. Apply securely for your fund loan online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. This is Joseph Pena of the Arkansas basketball team. Summertime is here. Whether you're going to the lake or the beach, you need to go to Bell & Sword in Conway. Great menswear. New shipment of Peter Millar polos and short sleeve shirts. The performance dress shirts from Mizzen and Maine, sport coats and slacks, Tommy Bahama shirts and swimsuits. Remember, for a wedding or any formal affair, Bell & Sword has the finest formal wear in Central Arkansas. Shop Bell & Sword, 1016 Oak Street, Conway, on Facebook and Instagram. 
Is your air conditioning system ready for the heat? Middleton Heat and Air is ready to keep your home and family cool this summer. Let us check your system before it gets hot. We offer free estimates on replacements with no overtime rates from 8 to 8 even on weekends. See why we install more heat and air systems in Arkansas than anyone. Call Middleton today at 501-224-4888. Courtney Ballantyne here for The Butcher Shop. Hold up there. Everyone knows I've always been the paid spokesperson for The Butcher Shop, where you'll find me on most evenings enjoying one of their delicious charcoal grilled steaks. But Hope, I'm here to talk about their lunch specials every Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2. Wait, what? The Butcher Shop is now open for lunch, too? Yeah, and they have a rotating meat selection every day, as well as everyone's favorite Steak Burger Fridays on the last Friday of the month. What are we waiting for? Let's go to the Butcher Shop Steakhouse for lunch and dinner. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado and its Turbo Max engine. Delivering impressive power with no compromise durability. Whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends, this is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of The Zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Listen to your favorite show on the Buzz app or online at 1037thebuzz.com. Welcome back to the Country Club. West Mort, Lanny Beavers joins us from Fearless Friday. It is the Fearless Friday High School Football Coaches Golf Tournament. It's been going on, gosh, how long? When did you first start this tournament down, I guess, in Hot Springs? Oh, man. Let's see. Mark Davis one talked me into it when he was the uh, athletic director of Fountain Lake. 1971. <laughs> no, it wasn't that far back, but I don't know, 2006 or seven maybe? It's been a long time. I can remember uh, when I was, I was over at the other TV station back then, and we would come down and play mm-hmm. in it and uh, talk to some of the coaches. Right. You know, in a way, it kind of morphed into what we do two weeks from today right. at the high school football uh, the, the kickoff luncheon right. at the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame. It was like, you get all these coaches together, what great content. You know, you can go and interview them all. And it's a, gr- it's a great way to uh, get the coaches together, talk to them, uh, look at, discuss, you know, the Fearless Live games we're going to do this fall. And it's uh, and they like to play golf. And what's better on a summer day to play golf and get everybody together? You know, one of the things I've learned doing this landing, you know, this it's a way of saying thank you to these guys right. for everything that they do for Fearless Friday and Fox 16. And, uh, you know, we ask them to do a lot. You know, there are times that, you know, I'll, I'll text them on a Friday afternoon, hey, can you go live with uh, Madison or Nick at, at mm. 550? Or, or, and to a man, they always say yes you know they'll do whatever they can to make it happen or we're like hey you know we want to come out and do a story on your, your running back he was our fearless friday player of the week last week and they they're always accommodating to us and so this is uh, you know what i feel like is our way of saying thank you for everything you do you're exactly right they're great ambassadors to their school their program and most about nine out of ten of them every one of them are going to do what needs to be done to promote their program promote their kids promote their school promote their town promote their community and i do the same thing when i need something from them i mean they're always there for you and what is cool now since we've been doing it here at momel for so long you know i uh, all invite the head coach and the assistant yep now so many of these assistants 
back then are head coaches. They're head coaches. I mean, now. I was just yeah. looking at one, Brian Moffitt. You know, he used to come out here with Todd Escola yep. when he was the assistant coach. Well, now he's the head coach at Maumel. I mean, there's list after list, guys after guys yeah. on our list. And so now I'll tell the coach, look, I know it's dead week. You may be with your family on vacation and can't come, but if you want to send two assistants in, yeah. you know, in your place, so we'll get assistant coaches because I know these are the future head coaches in our, in, in, across the state. And you know what's interesting, Wes, is, is you see a lot of assistant coaches that you've heard. Uh, they're just getting started. It's good to see them. They'll have familiar names like I know Jarius Wright. Jarius Wright's supposed to be here today. He's assistant he's wide receiver coach there at uh, Selvin Hills. But you see, and you know, who can forget that? Uh, I can't forget the head coach. <laughs> Not totally who can forget? White well, me. And then I forgot about him. Coach Vaughn? No. Matt Ryan Mallett? Thank you. I, you know, he shows up. You know, he started. We had him on a fearless live game, and now he's a head coach at the White Pine Bluff Whitehall. So you're correct. It, it's, it's interesting watching their careers blossom. Ryan couldn't be with us. Uh, he's uh, had a little surgery, a little maintenance thing. And uh, so he, he told me, hey, I'm in next year. Couldn't do it this year. Uh, Doc says I can't do it yet. So, uh, but, yeah. yeah, Ryan was one of those guys. I think, uh, I can't remember if he sent a couple of guys uh, from Whitehall. I don't think so. But uh, we have, I mean, from all over the state, basically. They come as far as, uh, I think, maybe Star City. Yeah, Chris Farine. He may yep. be. Uh, he, he's always at these. Chris Farine. Uh, he's been great. Mm-hmm. We've uh, throughout the years followed his career, and uh, we've had him for Fearless Lives yes. several times. Sure have. They always put on a great show. Man, they had a great game last year. We had Warren went to overtime on a Fearless Live game last fall. Uh, what you have the schedule already set for? Uh, yep, the Fearless Live game of the week for the fall. Yes, we do. And I just noticed our uh, play-by-play man just showed up here. Bob White's here also. Let's see. As I'm trying to pull it up, I don't know. I know the games. I just don't have them in order. So I got to make sure I get the right order for it. Well, I uh, saw. The uh, some of the coaches from last year already, and uh, I remember going down to Hot Springs for Hot Springs and Parkview, and uh, some of those games, and uh, just how much they appreciate and love being on TV on a Thursday night, and a chance to show out for uh, the entire state. Usually, the only game going on, unless you maybe a Parkview is playing on a on a Thursday night at War Memorial Stadium because Catholics playing on a Friday, uh, but in Batesville. Mm-hmm. Batesville has been on Fearless Live, but on the road. And they said, you got to come to Batesville. We want to show off our, our stadium in our city. So they want us to come up there at some point. You know, there, there's a little trivia. The very first game I did as a color guy was the second year was uh, Batesville and Newport. We'll get up there. We'll, we'll have more landing when we come back. Hour number three is next. Here is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all, from the country club to the homeless shelter.